1: Six thirty, Chad. Inside sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.
0: All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. NHL action after two Islanders lead the Flyers two one, Predators up one nothing on the Blues. That is in the first. There were some matinees today. Red Wings knocked off the Sabers three two in overtime. Avalanche beat the Wild four three in a shootout. Abs are twenty five eight and three on the season. The Sharks get a six two win. Over the Kings, Timo Meyer had five goals in that game. A couple of teams near the bottom of the standings going at it. Coyotes over the Canadians 5-2. And the Kraken win in a shootout for the first time in franchise history. 3-2 against the Chicago Blackhawks. The Rams trying to push one in here. Uh, Where are they, Kellen? Are they still on the one? I think they're looking at this one. 11.30 left in the second quarter. It is uh, 7-0 for the Rams leading the Cardinals as it's the uh, Monday night playoff game for the first time in the National Football League. We'll break down some of the more interesting moments from the uh, wildcard games on the weekend with Blake Dermott coming up between 7.30 and 8. I got a uh, message here from Jeff. He says, my advice for Dave Tippett, bring up Cooper Marody and run him with Benson and McLeod for four or five games. Remember Murphy, Graves, and Jelena. We need to inject the wanna factor into this lineup. Yeah, I, I you know, Cooper Maroney was up for a game earlier. Um, obviously a really good AHL player. I, you know, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, we're at the point, I suppose, with the orders where there maybe aren't any bad suggestions. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think Maroney is a great skater. Uh, I think he's an intelligent player for sure, but, um, I don't know, Jeff. Maybe. I guess that would be more of a Holland decision too than perhaps a Tippett decision. As I, I gave you two assignments here for the open line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three presented by Teed Professional Grade Building Materials. It lets us, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about Dave Tippett getting fired. Let's let's not talk about that tonight. If you could sit down and have a coffee with Tip or a pint, and uh, you know, you actually give him some advice that he'd have to follow, what would the one thing be? Or you could also tell me when you hear a well-spoken athlete like Brendan Perlini, does that, do you like that? Does that make you pay, pull for the guy a little bit more? Um, you know, does it, does it ease any of the frustration of all the losses the Oilers have had lately when you hear a guy come out and try to verbalize some of the things that he and the team are going through? And we will start with Ron from Red Deer. Well, Ron, three shows in a row, Friday, Saturday, and today, you are on fire, buddy. What's on your mind?
2: Oh, well, first of all, I got to do a PA announcement. I'm from oh. Red Deer. Okay. And we are seriously, uh, I'm a skip driver, and we had some rain, and now we're getting whiteout conditions. So if anyone's coming through the Red Deer area, please take extreme caution. We are getting whiteout snow blowing. Yeah, it's serious. Uh, the road conditions are just horrendous. Thank you for that. Yes. And my, okay, so two points, uh, meeting with Mr. Tippett. Thank you for meeting with me, Mr. Tippett. Do you have the bill?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. I don't, I don't know if that's coaching advice, but uh, fair enough.
2: <laughs> but, but, but my other comment was sitting, Mr. Tippett, can you share the power play time? Don't put Mr. McDavid and Mr. Dreisaitl always on. Like, share the time. Let them see how the other team's playing against our power play that's all i wanted to say
0: well that's and rob ta- has talked about that a couple of guy, times too that the toronto maple leafs have an incredible power play they're up around 30 percent like the oilers as the rams do get a touchdown so now they're going to go for the extra point to make it 14 nothing uh and the kick is good that, that like even even the best players in in the best possible positions get subbed off and yeah and I know with the, the Maple Leafs in the past, like they, they've they even, and somebody said this to me last year or the year before, I can't remember who it was, but you can always create internal competition. So even if you're awesome, you can still feel like somebody might eat into your ice time if you're not playing well enough. Uh, and, and, and also
2: that, they, get to, they get to see the deficit of, of like how they're playing against like, okay, that's how they're defending. They get to view the game because they're both intelligent players and it, it gives them a chance to like, okay, so the next power play, that's what we're going to do different.
0: Well, on the power play goal they got on the weekend, McDavid had had just left the ice, so they can score yeah. with him out on the ice. And look, obviously, like I, I want to be clear here, I'm not talking about cutting the ice time in half. I'm talking about a shift or two a period. Can you give another guy some responsibility? And Cassian yeah. showed if he gets he gets the puck in the slot i mean he was a first round draft pick he knows where to shoot it when he yeah. gets it yeah fair enough awesome thank you thanks Reed. that is ron from red deer checking in okay we're gonna go to uh goalie doc let's go to goalie doc who uh Hi, i always how- enjoy hearing from go ahead Hi, Reed, how are you Good. um
1: just what, what i would say to him as i said keep things simple um, you know, and uh, when they're not winning, like, you know, they always say you're going to play a road game when you're on the road. I think they should go back to just trying to keep things simple. And uh, one thing I would really say for the goalies, for the make it easier for the goalies, to make sure you keep the players to the perimeter and get the shots from the perimeter, rather than the, uh, they're giving up a lot of sh- uh, shots in the, you know, like in the real high score areas and that too. So I think, I think I'd ask them to go back to something simple and then once they get their get their confidence back, then they can worry about uh, you know about all the fancy things that they can do. And uh, I think that's what they probably need to do. And uh, I mean, it's easier said than done, but I think that's what I would say.
0: Yeah, I wonder too sometimes if uh, if they do not just McDavid and Settle, but if the, if the team as a whole is trying to score fancy goals too often instead of just yeah. getting it to the net and I, and and I whacking at should, it.
1: Yeah, I think they should just get. Uh, Just keep shooting, keep trying, get in front of the net, but just keep things simple. And then, you know, once they, you know, because I think that's, you know, like before, you know, they used to always talk about when you're on the road, play a a different game than when you're playing at home. But I almost think they have to go back to that and just keep things simple. And hopefully that is, and the big thing is for the goalies, I think, is to keep it to the perimeter. You're less likely to score from those areas, despite what they say. And uh, about the goalies, I think, uh, you know, I'm glad they brought Skinner up. Um, I, I think they people forgot that. I know that everybody's on Koskinen's case, but you got to remember, the the Oilers wouldn't even be close if he hadn't won some of those games for them. So I think he's just worn. I think he's worn out. He's just not used to playing that many games. And I'm a little scared though with uh, with uh, Smith uh, about the time frame about coming back. I know he's uh, uh, a magic Mike, but I mean, it, it's his body's getting kind of old. But anyways, those are my comments.
0: Yeah, that's fair, goalie duck. I appreciate hearing from you for sure. And the, I mean, again, Skinner's in COVID protocol, so it looks like the goalies are Thursday will be Koskinen, backed up by Konovalov. We also have Sir Robert at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sir Robert, go ahead, my man. Hey, Reed, how you doing? Good. Well, I mean, I guess uh, I'm going
3: to start with uh, uh, advice for Tippet. My advice for him would be, you know, what don't don't listen to all the all the. All this uh, uh, criticism about wanting him fired because I mean, because I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the way the lineup has been well, most of the year, COVID injuries, in case like that. I mean, like, how, how many of the Oilers? What are we up to? 35 games now. How many? How many of those games have we actually had all of our players in them? Uh, well, so, not many. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, uh, and then I guess, uh, that, you know, and then I guess like when it comes to like, uh, like, uh, you know, players that are you know, players that are well-spoken, I mean, you know what, I will say this, it does, it does make me, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it does make me pull for them a little bit more, not much more than a guy like McDavid, David, but I mean, you know, I like Perlini, I think, you know, and I like the, you know, you know, I like how he says he he just wants to go out and play the game. But and then I guess I'll finish with this. I mean, I mean, you know what? And uh, I mean, you know what until like until until we get until we get a full lineup for let's say a stretch of 10 or 15 games where Smith is healthy, Nuge is healthy, and we have all those guys playing consistently. See where this team is at. If it, if that doesn't turn it around, okay. Well then. You know, then I can see myself maybe changing my tune and saying, "Okay, maybe it's the coach. Maybe Tippett does have to go." But until then, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, it's not his fault.
0: All right, Sir Robert, thanks. I always appreciate you calling in. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We also have Brian on the line tonight. Hello, Brian. Go ahead. Reed, how are you tonight? I'm good I got the uh, Hosting the show Which I enjoy And I got the football game On my TV here Off to the side So it's a good It's a good night oh,
4: <laughs> You're at home I'm, I'm guessing you're at home Oh yeah I'm in my basement Yeah You're, you're in a good You're in a good place My my friend <laughs> It's just horrible Out here right now Absolutely yeah. horrible um, But anyway The Oilers uh, And I And I think you know What I'm going to talk about And I'll, I'll say it again But uh, I think Tippett's Tippett's probably going to be the guy that's going to lose his job if somebody's going to lose their job or if Collin's going to make a move. But if you do the same thing over and over again, it's insanity. And, and I think it, it really started with McClellan. And Tippett is doing this maybe now in desperation to hang on to his job by playing dry sidling David and thinking they're going to be the guys that pull us through this. But they're exhausted. They, they look mentally and physically beat. And then it leads to my next point is this is the opportunity to play three, try to get three to four lines going. You see how, how hard Benson is working. You see how hard Perlini is working. You see you see these guys, uh, the McLeods like they're, they're making some mistakes and stuff. But these guys, they want to stick with this team and they want to be part of the team. And whether it's McDavid or Drysdale, to a man, I think they would totally buy into this as well. But I think it's got to be on Tippet to start. Whether they, whether in the short term they're going to start, they're going to lose some games. But in the long run, I'm talking about as the year goes on, and next year, this team is going to be better for it when they start putting some confidence and playing these prospects that are actually. Uh, they're already they're already paying a dividend. Like you can see, what happened last game, and you see the games where they won with Skinner. The, the, those last two games, the one in Seattle, you can yep. see how these guys work and how hard they play. We we got to be a team. It's a team game, Reed, And I I think that if if McCle- if uh, Tippin keeps his job, uh, and I hope he does. I, I don't dislike the guy, but he's got to do something different because it's. And I think, they, I think the answer is in the dressing room. I think they do have the horses and they could do it. Once they get some confidence going and they start firing on all cylinders, they could, they could be a team to reckon with.
0: Brian, I appreciate it. 7804960063. I got to take a quick break. Kevin and Andy are up next on Inside Sports. Good to have you tuning in tonight. It is the uh, Florida Panthers coming through Alberta. Uh, Just consider this for a second. The Panthers are 8-0-1 in their last nine games. The Calgary Flames are 2-8-1 in their last 11. And as you know, the Edmonton Oilers are 2-10-2 in their last 14 it is uh, going to be a challenge for the Flames and the Oilers, who have uh, both dropped off after really hot starts. Calgary, not quite as much as Edmonton, but they're having a few struggles of their own as well. Uh, Kellen, we have some canned hams coming in. What's going on? We do. Uh, let's hear from Drew, who says
1: that if he were to uh, he were able to take Dave Tippett out for a coffee, he would definitely ask him if he would like to change his defensive system to a 1-3-1 and to run with that system for the next 20 games and see if it actually helps the team tighten up defensively.
0: All right, interesting comment. What else?
1: Okay. Uh, Ice Castles Brad texts in and says he loved the Perlini interview. Definitely made me a bigger fan. A big part of loving sports is a human element, the drama, the stories, the personalities, et cetera. Uh, Feeling a a connection to a player or a team is so important and something I feel the NHL hasn't really learned to embrace to its detriment. I love learning that a player is interesting, thoughtful, and more than just a goal-scoring or goal-preventing robot
0: yeah interesting well that that could be a whole other topic about because the NHL (laughs) uh, promote uh promote players promote personalities as much or is hockey the kind of sport where they kind of want players to suppress their personalities a a little bit but uh yeah we'll have to save that for another night because we have Kevin who wants to chime in on the certainty hotline hey Kevin
5: hey how you doing Reed? love your show buddy thank you hey uh you know what off topic you just mentioned Florida I just read a stat that uh Florida scored 50 goals their last eight, eight games. The NHL record's 51. <laughs> oh, so geez. this should be interesting when they come through. And Pittsburgh, uh, the the Penguins have three of the top five. But anyway, yeah, they're just off, so they're hot. But, you know, the thing is, buddy, I was going to say is I think what the biggest, oil, like everybody talks about Tippett, whatever, but I think the biggest problem with the Oilers is they've had, Zero confidence in their goaltending all year, and I think it's just been a domino effect, and myself personally, back in October, when Chicago was not doing well and Flurry wasn't doing well, I kept saying, "You got to go after Flurry, and all I can say, buddy, is they had to win after Flurry back in October. I think we'd see a different hockey team today.
0: And that's yeah, well, you-
5: I think it all goes back to goaltending buddy.
0: I, well, I do think that's a lot of it, and yeah, you still wonder if Ken Holland might be, mm-hmm. might be forced to make a move given Smith's health and uh, Koskinen's, uh, you know, ability as a backup, and maybe Skinner's uh, still trying to find his way in the league. So yeah, that's definitely something gonna. Yeah, I can't I can't disagree with uh, that about the goaltending. I think that has been a huge detriment, especially over the last fourteen mm-hmm. games. Andy is also on the open line. Hello, Andy. Go ahead, please.
6: Yeah. Hey, Reid. Uh, you know, uh, earlier on when the Oilers started and we had that hot start and I was thinking about Dave Tippett and I thought, well, it's going to come down to the playoffs and if he doesn't win around, uh, the Oilers are definitely not going to renew his contract. For sure. But here we are, you know, in, uh, in uh, mid-January and uh, everything's going wrong with this team and I don't think he's going to make it to the playoffs. I don't think this team is going to make the playoffs with Dave Tippett behind the the bench, honestly. And I don't think there's a zero chance that they're going to re-sign Dave Tippett uh, at the end of this year. What would you like
0: to see him do differently? let's, Let's go there. What would you see him, if one thing, what would you like to see him do differently in the next 10 to 20 games?
6: One thing that I'd like to see him do differently, okay, how about, how about uh, let's take a look at the PK has not been good. So you've tried, you're using the same guys. The PK is not good. How about throwing Connor McDavid out there? You know, if, if something's not working, as you said before, you've got to try different things. You've got to be willing as a coach, even whether your job's in the line or not. When something's not working, you've got to try something different. And and it just seems that you know when coaches get scared, they want to go right back to what they were doing before. They want to go what worked last year, and it's not last year; it's this year. And you've got to try new things, and 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 whatever it is, you've got players. You used to play like you said. He's playing five minutes a tonight. That's you know that's that's what guys used to play when they dropped the gloves. That's what Dave Stamos right. played. So right. you know, just try anything different uh, and see how it goes. But if we just if he's going to try and get this team back to play, battling and, and more defensive, I, I just don't see this team coming around. It's it's like a ship and and it's not going to come around. And uh, but. Uh, I'll give them a couple more games, Reed. Let's see what happens.
0: Andy, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling 780-496-0063. We'll get to some of uh, your written messages as well as we move along to 780-496-0063, and we'll uh, dive deeper into the NFL playoffs. A couple of really close games, a couple of blowouts over the weekend. Blake Dermott coming up next.